Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant, and this is the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where I'm committed to resolving your child's exhausting sleep habits. Along with sleep, of course, we gotta feed our kids. And so on today's episode, I am chatting with Edwina of My Little Eater, and we dive deep into those questions I know you're wanting. So we talk about how to feed your baby, how to start feeding your baby solids. When do we fit in feeds throughout the day? Because Becca has given us this sleep schedule, but when am I supposed to feed them? So I totally get it. I even took to Instagram and asked you guys some of your questions and it helped us really formulate today's chat with Edwina. I wanna encourage you that when you begin sleep training your baby inside the Sleep E-Coaching six to 16 month program, you will also get a guide from Edwina sharing her her suggestions and her recommendations on when you should be feeding your baby even some types of food. So excited about her contribution in the Sleep E-Coaching program. Here is Edwina. I hope you enjoy our chat. Hey guys, I'm so excited to have my friend Edwina here. You probably know her as My Little Eater over on Instagram. And I'm just pumped to have you here because I really lean on you for so many resources. I really wish that I had I'm sure you hear this a lot. I really wish I'd had you a couple years ago. (laughs) And I hear so many great things about your program. And of course, I just love connecting with you on Instagram. So thank you for being here with us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited to be here. It's going to be um, a lot to get into. So I'm ready to just dive right in. I know so many of my one-on-one families and the families in e-coaching are like eager with a pen to take notes today all about how are we supposed to be feeding and feeding and feeding our kids throughout the day while they're nursing or while they're bottle fed? Like what in the world are we doing? So I would love to just dive head first into age appropriate expectations on when do you first of all recommend we start solids? I would love to start out with that and then look at the development of solids as we dig into a two nap schedule. Perfect. Yeah. So that's actually probably one of the most common questions I get is how do I know if my baby's ready to start? And I hear so many different things from my doctor, you know, compared to the mom in my Facebook group or whatever it might be. So the best thing that I can say is that you want to start around six months of age. And the reason why we say that is because that's generally when most babies have displayed all the signs of, you know, developmental readiness signs of starting solids. So there's various ones, of course. Most importantly, we want to make sure that they're actually sitting up independently, fairly straight on their own, um, and have good core support so that starting solids is actually a safe process for them. Um, Of course, we want them to be interested in food. And of course, we want them to, you know, kind of lose that tongue thrust reflex. There's a few different signs. But I would say that generally that's right around that point where we start to see it. Some babies could be a little bit earlier, maybe at five or five and a half months. Some babies may need to wait until about seven months to start. Um, But just kind of checking off those key developmental signs of readiness is the definite way to go to know if they're ready. So in the beginning, yeah, you're going to just start easy, nice and slow, just to kind of get them used to it. 
I love that. And that is right about mm-hmm. when I'm teaching babies about getting to a two nap schedule, which as we look to like under the six month mark, um, I even recommend to my clients, like we're not starting solids until we hit that. And it has a lot to do with, there's so much change at six months. Like I'm asking you to get them on a two nap schedule. You can start solids. They're becoming more mobile. It's like a, just a tremendous amount of change all at one time. So I would love to hear from your perspective about when are we supposed to be offering food, let's say for these like six to seven months, they're just starting out on a two nap schedule, starting solids. When is the best time to start introducing these solids to them? Mm -hmm. Good question. So in that first month or so, um, as I said, you're just kind of introducing your baby to the idea of mealtimes and of starting on solids. It's not so much at this point about ingesting so much food, like that's the most important thing. So really I, I ask people to pick one meal a day that they think will work best within their schedule. A lot of times parents choose breakfast because they're usually home, if, especially if the mom is still on maternity leave, usually home with their baby. Um, they kind of have a good appetite in the morning. I find that's kind of the most common time for babies to want to eat a little bit of solid food before they get tired and cranky later on in the day. Um, but really there's no, you know, one set recommended meal that you have to start with. But one meal is generally the best place to start. And some babies dive in like super eagerly and head first and they want to have more. So I'm okay with up to two meals a day. If you wanted to do breakfast and lunch and then just keep your regular you know, afternoon routine as was, that's fine. If you wanted to just do lunch and supper, that's okay. Um, or again, just that one meal just to kind of get them used to, hey, like now we're sitting down in a high chair at this time of day and you know I can start to explore my food and maybe I'm gonna take a lick or maybe I'm gonna eat a few tablespoons. Um, that process, you know, I give it about four weeks for it to really start to become routine. Oh, that's good to know because four weeks is going to seem like an eternity, especially when I remember starting solids with both of my daughters and it was so much fun. Like I wanted to do it all the time because it was just a joy to do. And a lot of times I'm glad you mentioned breakfast is okay. I think, um, often I was, I was thinking it had to be in the middle of the day. So I could, um, I don't know why I thought that maybe it was something about, um, just starting our day off and, and wanting to ease into the day and make sure they had their full feet in the morning. But offering it at breakfast can be so relieving to so many parents because their kid is in daycare. And I've had that question from mm-hmm. lots of parents saying like, but I want to do the solids. So can we do it at dinner time or can we do it at breakfast time? And I think that's a great point. You know, we, we definitely want you to be involved in that and having it at breakfast is great. Yes, for sure. And actually, and you do mention something good as well is you can still have, and you should still have your full milk feet. So When I talk about offering a solid food meal, usually what I'd recommend is about an hour to an hour and a half um, after you've already given their milk feed, they filled up as usual, then you would offer them solid. So you don't really want to go into their solid um, food meal when they're too full, obviously, if it's too close after having their milk feed. And you don't want to wait too long if they're so hangry, I would say, that they are just frustrated and trying to learn a new process and not going to really get anywhere. So that's usually a good kind of time indicator. Some people do it 45 minutes after. It's always about listening to your baby's cues, but I would say around, you know, hour to an hour and a half is after your milk feed is when most people would offer that solid food meal. 
Okay, good to know. So looking at the schedule that I would give to a family, like a two-nap schedule, let's say we're starting the day at 7 a.m. They get baby up at 7 a.m. I ask in all my programs, hey, wait a, you know, at least 10 minutes before you sit down to nurse or offer that first bottle so that we're fully awake and alert. So they have that feeding, let's say at 7.10. So then at about 8, 8.10, they could do breakfast. 100%. Yeah. And meals probably would only take about half an hour or so. So yeah, that's a perfect time. And then, you know, after breakfast, you continue on with whatever your schedule was, likely going to be going down for a nap in a little bit anyway. So um, the day kind of goes on as usual. So you're actually going to be feeding your baby quite a bit in those awake times at starting at six months. That's a good point because I think a lot of families are getting, trying to figure out when to have playtime, when to have food time. We're feeding the baby a lot, which is going to segue into a question I have here in just a little bit. But could you kind of guide us through, okay, that six to seven month you said we're giving maybe one at most two meals a day. And when are we starting to look at offering, you know, those three meals a day? When does that start happening? Yeah, so three meals a day, you want to transition onto that by around nine months of age. Again, some babies are super eager and they want to have some more meals. And you can do that around eight, eight and a half months. But nine months, I would say, is, again, the, the best average to give. And the reason why we say this is because we do still need them to be drinking a lot of milk. They, they need to be getting the nutrients from milk first and foremost you know, up until about that nine month mark. And then you start to see the transition happening where solids may start to either take over a little bit or they're about equal to how much milk they're having calorie wise, right? Throughout the day where their nutrients are coming from. Um, and then of course, as the months go on, you're going to start to see solids will actually start to um, take over more and more and more and milk becomes less and less and less important as the sole source of nutrition. Okay. That makes total sense. So six to seven months, we're starting to introduce one at most two, depending on baby's readiness. At about nine months, we're looking at three meals a day, which is exciting for so many parents because again, their, their child may be in daycare so that they get to have breakfast and dinner with their child. So that's exciting. And then I know we align with this, that right about that 12 month <laughs> mark, we're starting to say, forget the bottles every three hours and forget the, you know, nursing at the bedtime routine. We've got to focus. And obviously if you're nursing past one year, that's wonderful. And you can continue to do that. But food is the primary source of nutrition. So definitely speak into that for us. Like around that 12 month yeah. mark, what are some things that should be changing? Well, around 12 months, you're actually going to see if your baby hasn't already gotten there, they are going to want, again, more and more solids, and you're going to join in and start giving them one to two snacks a day as well. So if you think about that, you're getting 80% of their calories coming from food at this point. And that's a common misconception. A lot of times you hear the phrase, food before one is just for fun. And that circulates all the time in my world. I'm sure you hear it too. Um, and it's a great phrase, and I totally understand the sentiment, and it is super fun, as you said. The only thing is sometimes we start to think, well, I guess it's not that important if, you know, my baby's not eating a whole lot or if I don't have time to give them three meals a day and maybe a snack. Um, it's okay if, you know, they struggled a little bit. They, they prefer the milk anyway. And so all of a sudden we've hit this 12-month mark where your baby hasn't actually used those months to transition into learning how to eat table foods. Now you've hit 12 months where they should actually be having it primarily. and 
it's a struggle because they are often pickier at this time. Um, they haven't developed the skills that they need to eat at this time. So that's why I definitely say, yeah, around, you know, by that mark, we want to anticipate that they pretty much transition onto what we would call a general, like a normal adult feeding schedule. So three meals and two snacks a day. Um, so just kind of being a little bit aware about the fact that milk is not going to be any more, you know, that 80% of the calories, it's actually going to be much, much lower, probably 20%. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you that food and sleep, they're not just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Guys, no. this is not fun stuff. This is like they're necessary. Baby, yes, they're necessary. Your baby has to have both of these in order to yes. like thrive and survive and and all these things and transition well. And I know that like we are like riding this crusade together, Edwina. Like we have <laughs> yes. got to be teaching our children these skills of eating and sleeping so that they can thrive. And I actually, I'll just step onto my own little soapbox for half a second. Um, our my two girls are just they're the best eaters. They really truly are. Um, and and. And some days are better than others. That's, you know, normal preschooler mentality, but they, they loved food from the beginning. And I was so excited about it. And I hear so many of my own clients that their children, as they're growing are becoming such great eaters because they were exposed to it. And I think the same thing is true for sleep. When you're exposed to how great sleep is, you want it. So I'm with you on that. I think that's awesome. Well, let's kind of get into this 12 month period. So we've shifted from two meals, maybe just one at the six to seven mark at nine months. We're starting to get those three meals at 12 months. I would love for you to speak some encouragement into some moms who are listening that are having a hard time. Like maybe just mental or, or heart-wise emotionally getting off the fact that their baby's not a baby anymore. We're not having bottles um, every three hours. So how can you encourage that mom that's having that hard time transitioning off of that? Yeah, and it is really hard. And I think, I mean, you know, every, we all know as moms how quick that first year goes by. So we want to hold on to like every, you know, little thing that we were doing before. We want to keep that going forever if we could. Um, I guess my main thing that I would say is that this is actually really exciting that, you know, your baby has made it through this first year and done so well. And look at where they are now. They have a whole nother world now to discover with solid foods and table food and, and sitting down at mealtimes and enjoying mealtimes and, you know, they're going to start babbling and talking more and we know mealtimes are family time. So I kind of try and put that perspective into most moms' minds that this is going to be good. This is going to be, you know, something that we look forward to for sure. Um, and you're still going to have those milk feeds. They're not going away. You're not necessarily, right? Um, especially if you're breastfeeding and you still really want to have that cuddle bonding time with your baby, of course you can, you know, please have that with them. Um, you know, milk is still can be used as top ups or it could still be used for those kind of, you know, morning or maybe like late evening feeding. So it's not gone. It's just going to get more and more exciting as time goes on. So, um, yeah, kind of look at it toward, look at it in the sense that it's new family time with your baby or oh, toddler, I, I should say. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New, new family time, making these new memories. So I would love as our final, almost like, like you said, the top off, my real final question is as you get towards, um, uh, you know, you're, you're getting towards that one year mark and you've been holding on to these every three hour bottle feeds. Um, especially when I just touch on the nursing moms is, is after a meal time when you would recommend offering that nursing, because if we're trying to get onto solids as the primary source of nutrition, but a mother still wants to continue breastfeeding, when would you recommend that happen? 
Yes. So after meals for sure would be my recommendation if they are breastfeeding. Clearly you can't breastfeed and offer solids at the same time. So as a, you know, as a top up, you know, a lot of times it could even be kind of incorporated as a bedtime snack. So when I said 12 months, we start incorporating that two snacks a day. Some people, and it's just completely your choice, use bedtime snacks as, you know, part of their family routine. And I recommend them as, you know, something to, to include if your baby is actually, or your toddler is not going to bed for at least two hours after supper time. They might need something that makes sense. So you can use that, um, you know, breastfeeding time for sure for their bedtime snack. So if they are not breastfeeding and they're drinking formula, regardless, I think at this point we want with meals for them to be drinking from an open cup. So you could take that formula or you could take that milk. And we Around 12 to 14 months, we want to transition them onto cow's milk anyway. So you would take that formula or milk and serve it with meals at supper time, if that makes sense. So basically all of your meals are going to have either a little bit of milk, maybe a quarter of a cup um, or none if you like, because our total limit for the day is about 16 ounces. It's not a whole lot. Um, if you would rather save that milk for the bedtime snack or as a breastfeeding session, you can do that. Um, that's kind of how I recommend it works. But yeah, we don't really need it anymore as part of like the evening routine. Um, in addition to mealtime. So milk, if you think about it this way, is milk is a super nutrient dense food. And if you think about it like a food, then you're going to serve it with meals and snacks at the table versus, you know, willy nilly in between meals and snacks, just kind of on demand. Thank you for saying that. I, I totally say that in my toddler courses and it's important that we're not just giving, you know, we talk about grazing. I see you talk about that on your Instagram um, about, you know, we're not teaching grazing, we're having meals and often milk, cow's milk, or sometimes formula is used as a grazing, you know, as like a bridge kind of between like, oh, just kind of help carry you over or go lounge on the couch with your sippy cup of milk. And like, no, we're supposed to be teaching again that food is for nourishment. And um, I, I'm just very, I'm so with you on that. I think it's so important. Edwina, how can moms who are listening, who want to know more about how to feed their baby, how can they proceed by learning more with you? So the best way is you can follow me on Instagram only because I am there pretty much every single day, um, touting out, you know, nutrition, yeah. uh, knowledge and answering everyone's questions on there. So you can follow me at my little eater. Um, and you can also head over to my website, website, mylittleeater.com. And on there, you will find information about, um, feeding your baby, feeding your toddler, and the online courses that I provide to give parents that confidence that we're all looking for um, to raise healthy eaters. So walking you through the starting solids phase, walking you through how and what to feed and when to feed and you know all that comes with that. And then same thing with the toddlers and preventing picky eating. So those two avenues, Instagram and my website are going to be the best place to connect with me. Perfect. I actually just spoke with a mom the other day who took your course, your baby led weaning course and uh, my baby sleepy coaching. And she just could not understand how, how she could have done any of this without having resources. So I'm so grateful for you as a resource for our listeners, everyone here. I'm so grateful for everything you put out just for free on your Instagram. And so that to me means that your course is just going to be that much more amazing. So thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was super fun. 
Edwina, thank you so much for being a part of this episode with us. I know you've encouraged so many moms. I mean, I see it on Instagram, sharing how their little one is eating and thriving because there's nothing like having a baby that makes you feel absolutely clueless. So I'm so thankful for you sharing your expertise with us. Don't forget, if you are in the Sleep E-Coaching program or you're looking to become a part of the E-Coaching family, in the six to 16 month program, we now have a guide from Edwina within this to give you that confidence on how to fit in food while you're also working on sleep. So check that out. It will be in your program and I am excited for you guys to make sleep and great eating a thing. All right, sweet dreams. See you next time.